Hola, soy Diego y estás escuchando CHMA 106.9 FM desde Sackville, New Brunswick. to CHMA, you're listening either on 106.9 FM or at chmafm.com. This is Ground Control at YMC, Midget Airport. You are joining myself, Air Traffic Controller Thomas. And me, Air Traffic Controller Luke. Welcome. Join us for the next hours as we watch the skies, listen to some tunes, chat, and we'll be done by and by. So, Luke... Yeah, man. How about that weather this week? That's what I was waiting for. Uh, oh, my snow is going to go away probably, but it's the maritime, so it might be back tomorrow. But yeah, from you, you tell me the weather, but uh, from what I hear, we're supposed to get like a plus 14 or something here. It's soon. supposed to effectively be a sauna outside. Yeah. Um, and then who knows? Let's be honest, even our best experts at this. I know last week I managed to offend uh, both biology students and musicians, so this yes. week I'm going to start off with meteorologists. Nice. But, you know, the, the tropes are all there for a reason. We don't know what's going on beyond today, tomorrow, so... I don't know what's going on right now. We could look out the window. We're in an air traffic control tower. It's snowing. It's dark out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's, you, the only thing I can see, and this is from really, really far away, because we're all the way in Midgic. Yes. But there is a big swath of green turf just under the goalpost at Mount A Field. Surely you became an air traffic controller because of your exceptional eyesight. Do you know how many carrots I ate as a child? Trim bags. Just bushels. Bushels of carrots. Did you know that the carrot thing is World War II propaganda against the Germans from the Britain? You remind me of this every time I think we've eaten a carrot or looked at a carrot or mentioned a carrot. I do it now just to make you angry. Yeah. Well, keep so, working on it. Well, I'm trying. So, we are, I think, going into our first song. Yeah, man. Play a little music, get everyone in... Uh, Whatever headspace your music's going to put them in. I don't uh, look at what Thomas plays me when we sit down for these little events. Yeah. And uh, keeps things interesting. It does. That way you get genuine commentary after. Yeah. Luke, did you know... I don't anymore, actually. But at one point, I listened to and watched a lot of professional wrestling. Yeah, I knew you were like big into the... The WWF Sans Pandas. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wave Sans Pandas. Like, like you know, 
even a few years ago, I'll still watch like the big shows like WrestleMania and Royal Rumble, like the big, big ones. Yeah, I'm not even sure I still realize that was a thing. Oh, oh, WrestleMania will never die. There's a band out of PEI called Death Valley Driver. Okay. Now, Death Valley Driver is a very traditional wrestling move, which is where they get the name from. All right. Um, have you heard of a man named Jonathan Cena? Uh, yes. Yes. He's, he's been in some, some action movies, I believe. Yes. Rather large fellow. And he's massive, dude. He's so big. <laughs> um, well, Jonathan Cena, his finishing move... Yeah is a variation of the Death Valley Driver, actually. Uh, all right. So this so, song is just a track of the noise that that happens when he was doing that in the ring? You know what? We'll see. But it is um, what is what they call Southern Death and Roll. Think down body slamming entombed in a trailer park backyard wrestling mat mat. They call it sledge metal and swamp metal wow. at different points in uh, their, their descriptions of themselves. So well, I have seen some swamps in PEI, and I, I'm just waiting to see if this conjures up images of them. Well, again, Death Valley Driver is out of PEI, and this song, this track was released, I think, less than a week ago. So this is fresh, hot off the presses. All right. Uh, for your local sledge metal and swamp metal. I had no idea where we're starting off this heavy. Oh, yeah, buddy. Let's All get right. into it. Prepare your eardrums. <laughs> Yeah. 
I can truthfully say that is not what my ear holes were expecting on a Sunday evening. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Yeah. For us, it is Thursday night. Thomas, this is billed as live radio. I know. Look, I think if we got to be honest with our viewers, is it kind of a cop out that the very second episode we're doing is not a live episode? Is not live at all and was recorded Thursday? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for logistical reasons, this episode was pre recorded. So, like, if we say something stupid, look, here's the thing we're, we're going to get to sports and news here in a bit. If we get to news, yeah. and let's say, like, Aliens arrive. Exactly. And, they're, and you're thinking, like, why aren't they talking about the aliens? It's uh, because we don't know about aliens yet. Not the Sunday after that, though. I think we're back being live. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. just Almost certainly. Yeah. It's just I... Probably. Right now... Likely. Right now, I am on the way home from Halifax after spending a wonderful weekend with my in-laws and Aww. my wife's side of the family. That sounds great. Yeah. It still wasn't what I was expecting in my ear holes on a Thursday night. Thursday evening. <laughs> Whatever evening this is. Was, uh, so yeah. we, got, we, got, we got sports update. Oh. All right, folks. So last week, Thomas educated, informed, rambled. Uh, rambled. That's a good one. Yeah. About uh, ladies' Aussie rules football. Yes. I got to learn some things about it. This week, what. Uh, what sport are you going to introduce us to so we can give a sports update? Sports update. So uh, today we're getting a sports update on CPAC to Craw. Excuse me? CPAC to Craw, um, also known as kick volleyball. It was standardized in Malaysia in the 1980s. So I'm going to... It's going to be another one of those things where you have to be like insanely athletic, oh, isn't man, it? Oh, man, it's wild to watch. So I'm going to get... <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm so excited for this. I'm gonna get Luke to watch some highlights of it, and I know this is an audio medium, not a visual medium, and he's going to try to explain Uh-oh. what is happening. Now, apologize in advance for the quality of the word picture I am about to. Oh, I love it. Try and create. So, CPAC to Craw is governed uh, internationally by the International CPAC to Craw. Uh, Federation, the ISTAF, formed in 1988, which is responsible for major international tournaments, the ISTAF Super Series, um, which unfortunately I don't think has had a championship since uh, pre COVID. Um, yeah. Also, the ISTAF World Cup, which again has not had a championship since pre COVID. Okay. And Thailand's King Cup. So, this update you're doing tonight. Could be the biggest update in years. It could be. Uh, The Thailand's King Cup still is active, though, thankfully, although it is only every about four years. Okay. But they did have one in 2023. Now, for the King's Cup, at least. The uh, double biannual King's Cup. (laughs) Yes, just like the Olympics, double biannual. I forgot about that sports event. Uh, the we'll bye, cover that bye, another week. Bye bye annual games. <laughs> um, huh. If you would There's take a, be a look w- for a second, Luke, who has won every single championship since 1985? Uh, my my eyes are quite far from the monitor, but that looks like Thailand all the way down. Yes, they've won every single event. <laughs> 
They have won 35 uh, King's Cup championships in a row. Um, Dominant force in the sport. Honestly. And to it's actually very interesting. Um, CPAC Dukras actually came to Canada and was quite big and still is fairly big out in the prairies. Okay. Uh, There was a physical education teacher. Um, and again, now I'm just spitballing because I don't have any of this in front of me. There was a physical education teacher in the prairies in the 80s that came back from uh, uh, teaching in Malaysia and Thailand yeah. and brought CPAC to Kra with him, formed like the Canadian CPAC to Kra Federation. Okay. And Canada is one of the places Are outside. we ranked? Are we like, do we show up at the... the yeah, we do. The every four years to the um, King's Cup? I don't know if we show up to the King's Cup because there are, like I said, other events. Okay. But... For, um, yeah, for North America, like, I think out of pretty much We're, like, pretty good? Yeah, for everywhere outside of Southeast Asia. I think we're, like, really, really good. And huh. it's um, all because of a single phys ed teacher in the 80s. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it is. I'll try to find his... his uh, He'd be, like, a gold star candidate some week. Oh, 100%. Um, I'll try to find his information while... Uh, while I'm attempting to describe what you are about to show yes. me. So I am showing um, Luke a video. Um, the best C- CPAC talk for us skills of 2020. Oh, my goodness. So here we go. Are you ready for this? All thing? right. Hit me, and I will attempt to describe the video this, because worse than pictures on radio, which we tried last week, now we've upgraded to video. videos on radio, yes. Videos on radio. I could put sound to this video, but I don't want to. I just want Luke to describe it. Here we go, folks. All right. We got a lovely logo. We got some... Okay, so we see a volleyball court with, uh, with a ball about the size of what looks like a softball, but it might be kind of like a wiffle ball. It's like a wiffle ball, but it is uh, 100% made of, like, really hard rubber. It's like, oh. kind of like a little cross ball. Like but, a like, softball that can kill you, but yeah. instead... Just, okay. The, the court... Court? Is that yeah, what yeah. we're calling? Oh, yeah. Court co- looks a little small. And the net uh, looks, you know, maybe shoulder high for these people, but they could also be very tall. It's yes. hard to gauge, right? Three on each team. And they're kicking it back and forth. They're kicking over the net. Like, yes. not just the ball over the net, but the feet are going over their heads yeah, in order. It's not like they're just, like, they're spiking it straight down. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I guess it's worth looking into. Definitely it's, seems like the kind of thing you'd be into in the prairies with a really long winter and a lot of mm, super athletic people. Like, it is so, like, I have so much fun watching this. I remember watching this the first time I went to St. FX and, and so, like, yeah. 2011, I was at State Effects. Just, let's say I was, uh, yeah. And you were, you were wide, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed yeah. and young and keen in the world. Exactly. And this was introduced to you. Oh, and this I would just, like, would sit for hours watching this because the athletes are just, inc- it's, it's really, one of the comments I, I saw on this YouTube video yeah. said, um... You know, it's like combining volleyball, badminton, um, hacky sack, and soccer. And, like, I'm like, that's... Yeah, I feel like a ha- someone who's really good at, at hacky sack could probably translate some of that, a lot of that to this sport. Yes. But otherwise, like, I don't, I don't see a lot of crossover, man. No, like... But I'll, I'll, I'll go with my initial guess that these people are, like, insanely athletic. Oh, they ha- like, that's... No, this- no one's playing this casually, no, every single kick they're doing is a soccer kick, like a um, yeah. a bicycle kick. Yeah, 
everyone that seems to be landing. And just, yeah, just, and they're blocking it with their feet. So the rules are um, you can hit the ball with anything except essentially your shoulders down. So you can hit with your head. You can hit it with shoulders. Yeah. Um, You can hit it with, of course, most people hit it with their feet because they get the most torque. uh, Torque? (laughs) Torque that way. Um, your 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 feet are below your shoulders, but ignoring that, it it is pretty wild. So yes. what what is our sports update on this this week? Has there major tournament? No, major... it's just cool. I just wanted to show. I just, the sports update is you didn't know this, and it's awesome. <sighs> your sports update for the week, people. This sport called us uh, <laughs> Spectacra <laughs> exists. It's out there. If you have grown bored with soccer, volleyball, and are an exceptional hacky sack player, yeah. Look into it. I have a one of my close friends. We've been trying to get into minor sports a lot, and like get, getting really behind. You're a bit old minor, for minor sports. Well, like not minor sports, as in like you know minor league baseball. Okay. So like you know, it's still watching. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Like and, people go out to watch little league games. Yeah, or people go out and watch you know um, minor. Well. Yeah, minor league baseball games, right? Like, yeah. th- these are the guys that are going to go eventually, hopefully, onto the major leagues. Um, right. I, so I would, someday you can say, "I saw that kid when he was yeah, exactly a there, kid, or when she who, was a kid, or like the Ramblers, right? Amherst Ramblers are a minor league sports team that people love. Okay. Um, I, I want there to be minor league uh, CPAC Takra here in the Maritimes, and Luke, I think you might be the person to bring it here. I don't believe I could do any of the things I just saw in that video, but if you and a dozen of your closest friends want to start a league... CPAC Talker would be dope. Contact... Yeah, we're not... On any of the social medias associated with the Mitchick Airport. It's true, but I thought we weren't using our last names. You introduced yourself last week. And... Thomas, yes, and... Madness. Yeah, so... We'll bleep it out in post. You know what? Since I, this I, is live, I 100 can't believe it out in post, and you'll never know who it is. And I'm going to bleep as well. And there's just going to be huge sections of this that are just going to be beep. Ah, it's like a U.S. government document. Ah, uh, aliens exist. So, next song. Oh, do you know what? No. What? All right. Now I'm just thinking what songs I want to do. This week, there's yeah. th- there's a few that I really. Do we want have to. anything that's a little tamer than that last thing? I mean, it, you know, all the respect for heavy metal musicians and whatnot. I'm sure there's a ton of musicianship here, but uh, tame. You know, we don't don't want to like. I wouldn't call this. Kids next are getting one, ready to go to bed. I wouldn't call this next one tame. I would I would call it a vibe. Oh, if you wanted, you know, take your pants off and dance to it, you totally could. <laughs> This song is the hit, and it is by a band called TWRP, formerly known as Tupperware Remix Party. I've heard of that. You have. Um, they ben? are a band originally from Halifax. All right. They then moved to Toronto, and they are now in LA, if I'm correct. I had the actually very awesome opportunity to interview them. Uh, during my time at the Fox, which is a radio station in Anaganish. This isn't your first radio station? It's not. I don't know if you can tell. Um, So I had the, and I've seen these guys play um, 
live a few times and they are just awesome they're awesome guys to talk to they're awesome guys to party with they dress up in ridiculous costumes i like that they pretend they're from outer space and like they all have their own little persona like you know the basis is like commando meowch and he wears a cat mask all right um you love cats i love cats and he's a wicked bassist Uh, Uh, the lead singer dr sung wears a pylon on his head Mm. um He's obviously from outer space. Uh, we have Lord Phobos, the guitarist. And we have Have Hoven, uh, Hogan. Sorry, He is a robot that plays the drums. Huh. Does um, he keep perfect time? He does. Wow. So this is Tupperware Remix Party. Some people might know them because they are associated with um, uh, a comedy band called uh, Ninja Sex Party. And... They are affiliated with um, a fairly large, I don't know, YouTube channel, uh, gaming, like, Let's Play, so people watching people play video games. I've heard Um, about that. Yeah, a channel called uh, Game Grumps. Um, So this is Tupperware Remix Party with The Hit. Not chill, but maybe a vibe? Definitely not chill, definitely a vibe. All vibes. Here we go.
not gonna lie, my uh, my head was bobbing. There was yeah. there was some vibe there to be had. Yeah, it's a jam. They're it, so good. Did I did I hear like? I, I mean, obviously a lot going on there. Yes, a lot of it I couldn't identify what music, like what instrument it was coming from. But yes. I definitely caught like little little snippets of like talk box or something, or yes. like throwback to so some of Dad's records. A hundred percent. Oh my goodness! I just said his name, and now I can't remember the lead singer. Yeah, um, Conehead. He has a cone on Man head. with cone on head. Man with cone on head. Wow. I'm so disappointed in myself right now that I can't remember his name, and I literally just said it. It'll come to you. It will. Uh, yes, he does have a talk box. So okay. So those who don't know, a talk box is actually like a super analog, old school way of synthesizing your voice. So essentially, you play a chord on either a piano or a guitar. Yeah. Or play a note on a piano or a guitar. It goes into this talk box. The talk box shoots air into your mouth. Which I then, didn't know this part. Yeah. Which then comes out of the, your mouth again to make that very strange synthesized noise. So when uh, you're playing a talk box... Um, you can't shut your mouth? Well, you can't shut your mouth, no. But also, you don't even fully like say the words because if you enunciate too much... yeah. The t- the microphone can't pick up what you're saying. Um, Super weird. Oh, it's so strange. So so like when Frampton did that record that everyone had for a minute that yes. was like an hour and a half long. Yes. How dry would your mouth be? Oh, I have no clue. Yeah, because it's like blowing like air into your mouth. Um, oh. I know that when Doctor Sung, there it is, Doctor Sung. Yeah. Um, when. I interviewed Dr. Sung. He was saying, like, yeah, I, I can't enunciate words. I'm essentially, and they come out very clearly, I find, because obviously he practices it. Mm-hmm. But he's Yeah, I would just, think it must be quite a skill to get, Oh, you know, like any instrument. Yeah. I would, he, it's, it's probably not something you pick up and it's like, bam, I'm perfect at it. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I just have to, I have to learn how to say the words with the talk box. And it's mostly just saying vowels hmm. and hoping that it comes out strings together in yeah. a comprehensible way. Yeah, I'll try to I'll try to find the interview. Uh, I'm sure yeah. we can put it on magicairport.com if people want to take a listen to it. I'll put it yeah. on our SoundCloud. Listen to a young, young air Thomas, traffic controller yeah. Thomas. Young air traffic controller Thomas before he was um, up on uh, ground control. Local news. Local news. What do we got going on this week? So so much to cover. There is actually a lot in the yeah. Maritimes to cover. I thought it would be tough finding material for local news. No. The issue is paring it down. Yeah, honestly, I'm like, yeah, yeah. it really is. All right. I Hit got, me with some news. I got, a, I got a serious one and I got a, a, a silly one. Which one do you want to kind of go for first? Uh, let's do serious and then we can end with dessert. Okay. St. Stephen. Yeah, it's so, in there. It's the nice border, little town. Nice little town. Borders, St. Croix River. Uh, borders Callis. Yep. Callis, Maine. Also a nice little place. Yeah, sweet old train station. Yeah. Excellent bakery along the water. Their homemade soups. Their U14 peewee football team got um, banned for a year for having high schoolers on the team. What? Ten, like 10 years ago, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, that guy with a beard doesn't look 14, Yeah, man. essentially. <laughs> Tough. That's funny. Um, I always love that one. But uh, they, again, we record this on Thursday, so who knows what has happened since then. Mm-hmm. But on Tuesday, declared... Um, a state of emergency. Yes, I had heard about that over, around homelessness. Yes, exactly. They yes. had, um, they have a higher homelessness percentage per capita than Toronto. Um, for five thousand people in town, they have a population of five thousand. There are seventy to eighty unhoused people. Wow, which is a lot. Yeah, and um, they have been trying to work on um, temporary housing, mm-hmm. at least for now. Like, obviously, yeah. the long-term goal is, is um, Get permanent these people housing. people long-term. Exactly. Yeah. But they're, they're, right now, temporary housing for these um, 80 unhoused people in a very small community, mm-hmm. um, the... Minister of Public Safety, Chris Austin, who said that the town of St. Stephen was, quote, political posturing and made the emergency declaration void. So he said, you're not having an emergency. Cool. Now, the reason it became an emergency again, like we said, is because someone passed. Yeah. And it made St. Stephen go, okay, we need to, if we declare So this, I guess my only question there yeah. would be like, yo, if the St. Croix River flooded yeah. and 80 people, uh, let, let, let's cut it down for argument's sake, 30 sure. people lost their, fa- their houses mm-hmm. and were homeless yeah. and then someone passed away in that incident, you know, you wouldn't want that kind of thing. But if that happened yes. and you declared a state of emergency... Oh, it would be easily a state of emergency, which I think Chris Austin even would say. Now, I'm, I don't want to get... I said this to you earlier. I don't want this show to be super, super political. Yep. You're, you're flirting with the line I'm here. flirting with the line. But it's not like I'm not... I'll say this. I have voted for multiple parties, mm-hmm. federally and provincially. Yep. As you know, I have... Not joked about, but seriously considered running for MP <gasps> yes, I as know that. a member of the Rhinoceros Party, which I am definitely going to bring up at some point. Oh, dear. And go, I thought you said we weren't getting political. Well, I'm going to use this as my... You're taking a long way to walk to... Uh, <laughs> we're, we're not card-carrying members of any party. That's, that's essentially what I'm saying. All right. But I do want to talk about the, the Rhinoceros Party at some point. Yeah. Chris Austin made a statement, quote, Trudeau's leftist agenda played a role in the man's death in St. Stephen. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't, like, homelessness, houselessness, and specifically, like, state of emergency and healthcare all intertwined intertwined yes and provincial problems oh like 
legislatively provincial problems, yeah, yeah, not federal yeah, problems. Yeah, stuff we're supposed to look after. Yeah. Yeah. So how is what is 100% uh, provincial issue? Provincial issue a part of, quote, the leftist agenda from Trudeau. Look, I don't like Trudeau, but I hate that our public safety minister mm-hmm. is pointing fingers. Is pointing fingers for a provincial problem. And he's the one that said, you know, this is a political declaration to St. Stephen. And he was like, ah, this is Trudeau's doing. Luke, you're so angry right now. I, I hope everyone can feel the amount that I want to pull my hair out of all of this. I mentioned last week I don't watch the news and it's, uh, you know, Look, it might, might be because this stuff uh, gets gets me going. I feel so bad for St. Stephen. And yes, I think it's a state of emergency. And yeah. yes, I think the province needs to step in. But man, it, Chris Austin's an idiot. <laughs> like, he's so stupid. Like, how is this guy our minister of public safety? Like, he is a mouth-breathing moron. I'm shutting you down. You've gotten too political. Give, give me the dessert news that's going to make me feel, you know, feel okay here. Spider-Man. <laughs> Superhero. Superheroes. So, Spider-Man um, first came out in the 1960s and a store in Moncton wait I heard about this the comic yeah has the amazing uh, the uh, amazing uh, fantasy number 15 the first comic with Spider-Man in it um, so it's being sold at Comic Hunter in Moncton now ah, ah don't look at oh, I already saw it man oh, I was going to ask him how much he thinks it's uh, 60 grand people. Yeah. 60,000 Canadian dollars. Yeah. 1962 Amazing Spider-Man number 15 came out. It's being sold right here in Moncton. So if you have $60,000. And want to use it to buy a comic book? Graphic novel. No, it is a comic book. Okay. But it is not, you know, there are comic books. Yeah. I don't know the difference between the two. That's fine. I'm just going to say this is not just a comic. That's like saying the Mona Lisa is a painting. Mona Lisa is a painting. But it's also like a cultural touchstone. Oh. Which, this like, think about like how big Spider-Man is. Didn't have a Canadian heritage moment. No, Superman did, though. There you go. That's why uh, DC is better could be more Canadian. It, it could be more Canadian. Yeah, if we'll they work were, on that. Had uh, next time action comics number one is being sold here in the Maritimes. I'll let you know. So someone could paint Superman over it, then it would be a painting, a comic book, and have uh, Superman. You know what? Uh, maybe you should do it. If I had sixty grand laying around, you still wouldn't do it. That is not what I would no, do. No, I know. With it. Um, this specific issue has gone. Uh, one in great condition has sold for 3.6 million US dollars. This one's not in as good condition. Um, but Superman number one. Yeah. Uh, so I believe that is actually Superman number one doesn't make sense. It should be Action Comics number one, I think. Um, sold for 5.3 million US last year. So yeah, the the version that is in. Moncton right now is not like 
in the best condition ever, mm-hmm. but it's still like it's not in incredible condition and it's still 60k. Like that's wild. Yeah, but you know what? That's that's even better cuz some 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 person enjoyed it at some point. Yeah, you know what that is true. You, you know, know what I'm saying, right? It, like, it wasn't like bought and I guess maybe at that point in time no one was speculating on the comic yeah. market, but it's it's like the difference when you see that the people who are super into sports cards, right? Yeah. It always struck me as like you got all these people and they just like put them in sleeves and it's like, "Oh yeah, you get these mint cards, but like then you, you get a rough old red card. It was like, oh, that's that's the one that went around in some kid's pocket for a yeah. while, right? And it's like, some kid you know, it's, it. it's still a cool thing. Yeah. But someone recognized it was a cool thing at the time, too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I like collectibles. I right. started getting really into stamps, and then my wife was like, you are far too nerdy already. You can't also can't get really into get stamps. stamps. But huh. I do want to talk about a stamp. Not right now, though. All right. Gold stars. Last week, we uh, we gave out some gold stars in the program. We didn't, uh, unlike some other things, we didn't set a fixed criteria for it. Just things that we thought were really good. So Thomas brought yeah. to us uh, some bat boxes. A guy in PEI was making bat boxes. Yeah. And uh, I infuriated biologists everywhere by not exactly knowing that a bat was a mammal. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to do better this week. Yeah. Uh, and we gave, gave one out. I gave one out to Dorchester because yes. they're, they're, they got some money to... To tune up their outdoor rink. Yeah. Which I thought was, uh, was a good thing. That's great. So this week, hit, hit me with a gold star. You want my gold star first? Great. Yeah, man. So my gold star is going to go to Dr. James Kempton of Oxford University. Now, you are asking who the hickety heck is Dr. James Kempton? Well, yeah. he was on an expedition um, in the Cyclo- Cyclops, sorry, mountains in uh, Indonesia. I'm shocked that mountains have eyes at all. Much I know less one a single one eye. big eye. The expedition itself literally reads like something out of a com- a comic book. Okay. Um, one of the researchers like fell down a mountain, broke their arm. Like they were yeah. just like surrounded by poisonous snakes. Yeah, some snakes lost world stuff. Hundred percent. They found literally called like the David Attenborough echidna. So it was an echidna that was found in 1961. Yeah, they presumed extinct. They hadn't seen it since 61. I'm getting you some like parentheses here just yeah. for a second. But our gold stars are are so close. They should be together this week. I'm but, very like, excited. About anyway, that. go on. Um, so. They that's actually what they kind of went out there to find was the yeah. David Attenborough echidna. What I'm more excited about is they found shrimp. Ah, they found shrimp. Yeah, man, in the mountains, mountain shrimp. <laughs> yeah, of Indonesia, the shrimp. Yeah, live in trees. Tree dwelling shrimp. Tree dwelling shrimp. Like in. Are, are these trees that have like pools in them? No, nope, they're, they're just trees. They're on like logs as well. They found a few under rocks, but like mostly in trees. Madness. I knew there were like tree crabs. Yeah. Well, it, even like there are like quote unquote terrestrial shrimp, but they're all like on beaches, right? Okay. Um, and these shrimp were only like tiny. Two, yeah. I think they say like slightly bigger than a grain of rice. Oh. But all right. Still like. I almost gave my my gold star to evolution uh, because I was 
reading so much about uh, covalent evolution in crabs, how there's only like one single thing of crab, but <laughs> evolution keeps making crabs over and over again. Yeah, yeah, from different points. Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. so like Madness. you know, like a snow crab isn't a real crab, but they just keep evolution just keeps making crabs. But then I started reading about these tree shrimp and like the uh, Doctor Captain was like. Yeah, we need to go back. Like, was it the most dangerous, hectic few weeks of my life? Yes. Did I almost die a few times? Yes. Do I need to know how these shrimp live outside of water? How, do I need to know how these shrimp got here? Yes. How did these shrimp... So he's shrimp- going back. Oh, 100%. He hasn't pla- it's not planned yet, but he's like, yeah, yeah, I need to go back up that mountain, and I need to figure out how these shrimp got here. Like, how they breathe. There's no water here. Uh, how they do anything, like, anything. I guess they can jump. Their biggest defense mechanism is, Jumping like, out of the way. Yeah, but they can jump, like, four meters. And they're, like, the, the size. size of a piece of rice. <laughs> yeah. Like, everything about these shrimp I find incredible. So they're getting the gold star. The sh- or the guy I, who went and found them. The guy who went and found them. I, I want to give the shrimp the gold star, to be honest. Unreal. But I am giving the gold star to Dr. James Kempton. Uh, along with his entire team, but Dr. James Kempton, uh, the lead researcher um, for that expedition. Lou. Shrimp finder. Yeah, the shrimp finder. Dangerous man at a buffet. <laughs> hey, everyone. It's air traffic controller Thomas coming not live from my in-law's basement. After the show, I was editing... Uh, this a little bit, and I realized that we totally forgot to plug uh, some other shows here on CHMA. So I'm going to do that now. The first show I want to plug is Sunday Service, uh, St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church, which is at Sunday at 11 a.m. with host Brian Nielsen, live stream directly from St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church here in Sackville, New Brunswick. Next, we have the show that's going to be on right after us, uh, live on KEXP. So that's Sundays at 7 p.m., formerly known as Under the Needle. Live on KEXP brings you the very best of KEXP's world-renowned live in-studio and remote performances. Each week, they'll bring you a new live session from emerging artists to well-established acts spanning styles, genres, and cultures. Uh, For full video of all live uh, on KEXP, EXP performances are available at youtube.com slash KEXP and they also can be found at KEXP.org forward slash podcast forward slash live dash on dash KEXP after live on KEXP is Black Atlantic uh, Black Atlantic is Sundays at 8pm a primarily Black Atlantic centric podcast website and media channel with the goal of bringing Atlantic POC voices to the world. Hosted by Clinton Davis and Hilary LeBlanc. You can follow them on Spotify, and you can also find them at www.blackatlantic.ca. Finally, after Black Atlantic, Sundays at 9 p.m. is The Night Shift. So let's do The Night Shift to hear Luca Capone spin a diverse, adventurous mix of sounds ranging from psychedelic jazz to experimental hip-hop. Tropicella to music cons- uh, concrete. 
sorry, with heavy focus on Canadian and independent artists. That can be heard every Sunday at 9 p.m. on CHMA. Uh, and uh, Thomas from the future is out. All right. Uh, who's your gold star? Uh, okay, so I, I'll give you like the train that got me to this. Love but it. as as some of our listeners may have picked up by now, Thomas and I both like reading kind of like deep dives onto yeah. things. You yes. know, we're, we're of the generation of the internet rabbit hole, and we have both embraced it. hundred uh, percent. So mine started with. A mole. So, uh, like the animal, or the, yes, okay. the animal mole—one uh, that had been believed extinct for like almost a hundred years. I'll, I'll give you the exact thing, but the article I was reading was saying that uh, that it, you know, it this this mole for for some clarity, I guess, lives in sand dunes. Okay. It's the color of sand. It's okay. a blind mole. Okay. It's. And like who you know, needle in haystack, pretty mm-hmm. easy nowadays. We got metal detectors, we got magnets, no problem. Fair. Turns out finding a sand colored mole <laughs> in a sand dune Real incredibly hard. hard. And they were like they got DNA from the, the last sample of the thing. They trained dogs to go out into dunes yeah. and be like, you know no, like the dog was like, There's there's moles here. Yeah. So now you're using like another trained to but it just it, it yeah, totally led me down the rabbit hole. Um but then it it's like, okay, well, why did they start looking? It turns out they spent three years on mm-hmm. a project, this biologist trying to find this mole that had been unseen for 87 years. Why was that biologist so sure that the mole still existed? Well, because there's a list. There's a most wanted list. And the one I found was a, an organization called Rewild. But there's probably others out there. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not going to vouch for the credibility of this sure. one. But the one I found was an organization called Rewild. And they have a list of extinct animals that they got. That they're, they're pretty sure aren't extinct, yeah. right? We just don't have, like, you know, no one's seen one in a long time. Yeah. Or they're, listen, they're moles living under sand dunes. You'd, yeah. you'd have to trip over one. Yeah. So, yeah, we haven't seen one for almost 100 years. But we also don't think anything's really changed enough mm-hmm. for not to be able to find them. So I was, I was going to give the gold star to the scientist who, like, if that was the level I, I sunk maybe half hour into reading about yes. this, and obviously most of it's already fallen out of my oh, mind of course, in a couple yeah. of days. Someone spent three years on this project. Yeah. And the, the, the quote from that person was like, I just, I just find it so hopeful that we were able to go out and do this. It's like, I like that. Man, like, people slave away on all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And man, this might have been a research thing for a university or whatever, but like, Good on you for like yeah. having the stick to itiveness for three years to go find this mole and to then be like, well, like a bunch of other stuff we got to go find now. Yeah, I got to go find the next thing. So I, I was going to give it to this organization, Rewild, that's mm-hmm. like, hey, guys, you know, it's a big world out there. Yeah. We think a bunch of stuff are extinct. Some things we really know are extinct. Yeah. But some stuff, there's a, there's a little gray area. And that's, uh, I don't know, it's maybe something worth keeping in mind. A rewild organization. Yeah. So, uh, as we say that, I was reading something this week. I need to find it about uh, uh, an animal becoming unextinct. I'm like, what does that even mean? Yeah. So I'm going to go down. And then once they become unextinct, you can get like you can apply and get protection for them because they exist again, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're going from a no man's land into, hey, we we know these. In this case, moles are out there. And there's not very many of them. At least we can't find them. Yeah. So let's 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 protect these moles. Let's and 
I'm, yeah. I'm fine with protecting the moles, to be honest. Anyway, we got uh, we got some time left in the show, so why don't we we queue up another tune? Yeah, see what you got pumping for me. We've we've had some some heavy, we've had some vibey. Mm-hmm. Give me a give so, me an adjective here. <laughs> the next one's going to be pretty chill. Oh, good. We're, I need to relax. Yeah, we are relaxing. So this is. I'm glad I was able to step out of politics into comic books, mm-hmm. and then and now hopefully we've appeased the biology people by giving out some I know. Like, gold stars, like two big biology ones. Oh, you're you're welcome, biologists and everywhere. Like, luckily, we're not live, so I'm not getting 500 messages screaming at oh, you about yeah yeah. It turns out we had listeners, and they were unhappy. They were all very mad. Anyway, um, so let's let's all take it down. A little yeah. bit of a chill tune. Who are we listening to? So this is Ishike, and Ishike originally is from St. John. All right, um, your hometown, my hometown, my alma mater. That doesn't make sense. Actually, is from my alma mater, my high school. So yeah. uh, Ishike is now in Vancouver. Um, you know, he's been doing a lot, a lot of cool work. I know. You know, he was doing a lot of live streams during the pandemic. And, like, he had, like, Timberland look at one of his songs, like, yeah. during the pandemic. Yeah. And, like, gave him pointers and stuff on it, which is super neat. Um, Ishike, if you go look him up right now, if you don't know how to spell that, it would be... Uh, and it will, of course, be on uh, the CHMAFM website uh, after the show, probably Monday morning. And you'll also be able to catch it. Hopefully, I'm going to try to make a, a playlists tab on uh, magicairport.com as well. Or better, go back and listen to our whole show again. Yeah, listen to, listen to the whole thing again. Skip the politics, double down on the moles. I, you know what? I agree. And then hit hit this song. Hit Ishike. But if you're looking for it, it is I-S-H-I-K-E. Um, Ishike has kind of this whole story, um, like this narrative, meta-narrative in his songs on YouTube right now um, that he's told actually over a couple of years. I think it started in the pandemic, but it was the, the love between him and... And I don't even know the the right term, like V girl or something, like this the this virtual girlfriend. It's huh. it's an it's interesting. He he's a All very right. interesting artist. Um, this is not a part of that series. Um, okay, but standalone piece. Yeah. So this is Ishike falling out, and this is kind of a slow down slash reverb edition of the song. Um, so yeah, here is Ishike with Falling Out. Hit me.
All right. You can, can get into that. Yeah, so that's Ishii K. Um, last thing, uh, Don Cherry, probably mad because other traditions are being featured this year, this time of year. What's the Don Cherry update for this week? Hmm. Maybe we'll wipe it entirely next week. No, never. Huh. All right, folks, thanks so much for listening in tonight. It was a little light on the music. That's all right. Yeah. Well, might we, got, have, we got a little carried away there in the middle. We might have some, some more. of us. <laughs> we might have some more music next week. We might have the same amount. We might have less. Who knows? Yeah. Playing it by ear. That's, have a good night, folks. Yeah. Ever. Thanks very much for tuning in. Uh, bye forever. <sighs> okay. Thank you for listening to the Midget Air Traffic Controller Hour here on CHMAFM. I'm Air Traffic Controller Thomas. And I'm Air Traffic Controller Luke. And you can find CHMA on all social medias at CHMAFM. You can also check out their website, CHMAFM.com. You can also find us at midgicairport.com and on all the socials at midgicairport and on Twitter at at midgic underscore airport. Check out our merch store and check uh, us at on SoundCloud and Spotify. Or don't. No pressure. Yeah, we're like, if you don't, we're never going to know. Thanks, folks. Bye forever. Thank you.